Stop what you're doing. Stop. Stop right there. Okay. Let's go. You're now tuned into the hottest show on the planet. The Smith Express Show. Yo, 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 what's poppin', what's poppin', it's your boy Smith, we here live on the Smith Express Show, you know what I'm saying? Hey, today a special day, got the big partner, my big brother, you know what I'm saying, the living legend, Chicago Heights iconic legend, you know what I'm saying? Y'all already know what it is, the big partner Jack Frost, what's good, my dude? In the building, what's poppin', kid, you know, this in here. Hey, that's what's up, bro. Hey, you definitely left a lasting impact, though, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Real, real, real talk. Hey, music still, you know what I'm saying? Music, you, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you made timeless music. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, That's what and having that yes, uh, having that chance to work with the artists of our generation, we saw to do the Bo Deal, Eight Nine Music, Hot Deal, uh, Game Set, Sinatra, and you know what I'm saying? SWAT. Yeah, all these different groups, man. And I was fortunate enough to work with Bo Deal, LED, uh, and learn from dudes too. They had their own unique styles and how we got it popping, man. Feed and. Everybody else, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of dudes from outside of East Feed, you know, Feed did his thing for a while. You know, OZ and them did their thing. It's just, it's a lot of artists in Chicago that I got a chance to work with. I was inspired by and I appreciate the dudes, man. That's dope, bro. That's, hey, you know what I'm saying? That's definitely dope. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just take it back. Like, how did you get into the music? What was it that made you want to do music? Was there any specific artists? So when I came out here from the city, and we moved over in Richmond Park, if anybody's familiar with that in South Burris, my mom tried to get me out 75th South Shore I was born and raised, get me out there so I could stay out of trouble and try to keep me under the radar. So when I started kicking it in the complex with some of the cats, my cousin Curve and all them, and uh, T.O., you know what I mean? And my man Seven for SWAT and all of them, they used to have little battles back and forth. So. I stood around in the complexes watching those and was inspired a little bit. But then when I went to high school over there where I played ball at Central, you know what I mean? Cats used to go crazy. This one, the foodies was popping. It was like you had the East Coast and you had the bones and you had pots. So 
all these different styles and clicks. People had their own favorite style of music that they used to. So it was, man, it was like watching a BT fight for almost in your school hallways every day. So that's really what I was inspired by. And then I just started dabbling and dabbling a little bit. You know what I mean? It took me a while to grow into it. But I finally grew into it, and then when I got locked up when I was a shorty, and then out of juvie, 13 or 15 years old, that's when I really started writing. You know what I'm saying? Then I ended up doing a little 16-month bit when I was 21, and got out and really took it to another level. And that's when I started doing the shows. You know, Jeezy and Joe first came on 147. I did that tour with them, and me and my homie V had a cannibal and them up, them up north. We had our empire entertainment label popping. You know, we made a great America battling in the shockwave line. So it's a lot of history behind the grind and what we've been doing, man. So those are the things that I was inspired by. This made me start writing, but a lot of it just came from going through stuff as a kid and interacting with stuff with Julie and writing for my lifestyle and the pains and stuff that I went through and seeing the struggles in Chicago. You feel what I'm saying? Hey, that's real, my nigga. Hey, I, hey, you know what I'm saying? I, I definitely salute you. So, like... You know what I'm saying? Like, is there any specific moment where you knew, like, yo, this is what it's going to be? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, do, do you remember that first feeling where you'd be like, yo, I got one? Because, you know what I'm saying? The, you know what I'm saying? When you look back at your catalog, bro, you definitely got a couple classics. You feel me? <laughs> On me. No doubt. You know what? Man, I, I would like to say... There's this one song that everybody was crazy about, Run My Bread, you know, people used to go crazy when they heard that track come on. I think DJ Solo did it, you know, we used it for a mixtape, and it was that, uh, 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 oh, and when people heard it, like, I seen the reaction in the crowd when I was doing these shows at the Crossroads, and at the Jamea, and the spots up north, Teeny Martini, like, all over Chicago, I'm like, man, these people moving in the crowd when I put it on, so I'm like, man, this was popping right here, so... That's when I felt like the buzz was there. But then when I popped off with the, the Mr. Blow Man, man, the whole Chicago went crazy to that one joint I had, man. And then it just grew from now. Started working with Marvel and then a little shout out to Marvel, shout out to Heron, shout out to Chase Davis, shout out to all them dudes who been helping me produce, man. Chase, you know what I'm saying? And Dope from the Go, everybody, man, these cool man, D-Dub, Ferris, all these dudes who started to work with me, man, once I got that buzz going, it was crazy, man. I was like, wow. So, me and Shana put the one I am on the radio and the rest was really history at that point. Now, I think when I heard that song on the radio and I was going to a show up in Glendale Heights with, you know, Shicey Boy and them from uh, Titty Choppers, man, I was like, wow, I'm on the way to do this show, but I'm hearing myself on the radio, man. It wasn't no feeling like that. I don't know if you ever had your song played for the radio on the first time or in your segment on... Apple or podcast that you've done for the first time, like, it's nothing like that feeling. Like, that's when I knew, like, it's popping right now. I got to build this power. Just keep this buzz going. Like, it's crazy. Like, man, it's crazy. Like, if anybody had their song played for the first time on the radio, I know you're feeling me. I know you got to know what I'm talking about. Like, ain't nothing like that feeling, man. Oh yeah, man. Hey, you know what I'm saying? I, I definitely agree. I, I, I've, I've had that chance to experience, it, but you know what I'm saying? You, you worked with quite a few people. You know what I'm saying? Living legends. You, you never, you know what I'm saying? You never looked or, or took anyone differently. You feel me? You treated people as is. You feel me? Is there any dream collaborations you like to see happen? Man, you know it's a lot of good artists right there, man. I like, you know, I like what they're doing. You know what I mean? Um. I see her go out there, you know, I, I got a chance to work with bumping them in the past, you know what I mean? 
I'm really open to everything, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I'm digging the pop lane. I like, I really like what Nelly's doing with this country lane, too. I kind of want to dibble and dabble in that. So I'm like, I'm open to anything, but nothing in particular. But I get my mind set on some genres of music I like to tap into, man. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. That's dope, bro. Man. So, like, you, you know what I'm saying? I, I know you've been writing, you know what I'm saying, going crazy in there. You know what I'm saying? Most definitely. So, like, uh, do, do you got anything else going on besides music, or you, you got anything else big plan? Yeah, you know, my mind, I've been trying to work on this, these ideas for investing, especially as a minority, because when I sat down and put things in perspective, you know, coming from those streets, at some point in the past, I used to tell myself that, Hustling out here is the only thing I knew. This is how I was gonna get it. Wasn't no other way. And I had no plan B. So now, going through the sitting on here on the set, you know what I'm saying? Doing all this time, I'm like, man, there's gotta be a different way. I gotta open my mind up to something else and understand something else so that I can be my family, my equal, be myself. So, you know, I got here to investing in and really got a hip on how long the stock market been around, like 1602. First company traded Dutch East India company. Us as minorities is trading on the stock market, you know what I mean? So all those things dawned in my mind, like, wow, this came a long way, and how so many minorities boxed out from these opportunities in the past to invest in the stock market, which is supposed to be a staple of the United States economy and stuff like that. So now I'm, I'm trying to learn this so that I can teach other people how to invest and, and speak to young brothers who feel like they don't have hope in the street. Uh, only but the streets, they don't have hope nowhere else, so trying to get them to see it's something bigger, man, you know, open your mind up to these vehicles, these same vehicles of wealth that these, these people been using for, you know, since the 1600s, like I think, so don't ever feel like you don't have a chance, you don't have avenues, just sit down and be willing to learn and open your mind, you know, you're serious up to doing something different, because that's the trick to this stuff, man. If you always feel like the streets is all I have, streets is all I know, and you continue to program that in your subconscious mind, like, how will you ever be anything else? Like, the, the second we begin to believe something different, that's when we become something different. So, that's what my mind is saying, just trying to get guys to see that there's something bigger than us, man. There's something powerful out here. And those are two of the things, like real estate and, and the stock market that I've been learning and been teaching other guys too, so they go home become powerful in this country, especially as Hispanic and black men. You know what I'm saying? That, hey, that's, that's big facts. That's big facts, bro. Hey, you know what I'm saying? And I salute you, dude. You know what I'm saying? They definitely need more people out there like you out here that that's on that. You feel Absolutely. me? Absolutely. Hey, so look, let me ask you this. So, so like, I, you know, back in the day when we was coming up, we had CDs. And it's like if an artist sold a million copies, that means a million people literally had to get out their bed and walk up to the mom and pop's music store. You know what I'm saying? To get that CD. Like, how do you feel like where, where music is today? And it's like how easy it is. Like, do you think that's a... You, you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? Like, what's your exact take on that? Okay. Now, I remember the head wishes, and shout out to George. He was a grown That's my dude, George. And I look at when I used to go take 1395 and buy Bone or buy Fox CDs and Big CDs and how much that meant. It wasn't back then. You couldn't just go buy a 99-cent joint off the off online iTunes and one of these download sites like that. Like, you actually had to buy that whole album. And I think now that we have an outlet to reach the world by the click of a mouse, I think that's huge and I think that's unique. And I think a lot of people's careers and, and wealth ended on that. Like, I'm with that. I respect that. You know what I'm saying? And, 
it really brings my mind to back in the day, like what if Pac and Big and all these artists from back in the day had that, like how many more records would they have sold? So I respect like the original grind, like the history, how them dudes did it all. Show that's huge, like ain't nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? But what they doing today too, I also respect because it becomes more dependent to what your hands on, and you can you can hit China, you can hit Germany, all these different areas to where hip hop is one of their top genres. So I respect that too. It's like I see two lanes. But also it brings the, you know, sometimes the quality of music into play. Like a lot of times if your stuff wasn't dope, it was sitting on the shelf. You know, they wouldn't rock with that because people was reluctant to spend fourteen, fifteen dollars on something they really fuck with, you know what I mean? But now it's a little easier for, you know what I'm saying, different qualities and different styles of music to see through the because you know, they feel like, well, I'm just spending one dollar on this joint or I'm downloading the MP3 or sharing the MP3 and it ain't really costing me that much. So I, I think it gave a lot more artists an avenue to come out, you know what I'm saying? Or avenue to be heard as opposed to before. That's facts. That's big facts. Cause like you, you know what I'm saying, like uh, you, you know what I'm saying. Of course, you know what I'm saying. You, you you get a kind of the old school. You know what I'm saying. Bickering about the new school and how technology has has done so much and has changed so much. You feel me? But like you know what I'm saying. Well, one thing about it is that when technology changes, it changes for everyone and not just the specific genre or you know what I'm saying. New school or old school. You feel me? On, on me So look Hey Let me ask you this Okay You released You know what I'm saying Countless projects Um Do you got a favorite Verse of yours Ah uh, Ooh Yeah Like Look, look, look! I'm talking about well, like. I was at that point. Yeah, like, like, hold on, look, 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 like you, you, you ever like had a verse, right? You, you just wrote it, not thinking not much of it, but when you go back, you be like, damn, what the fuck was I smoking? What was I drinking? What was I? You know what I'm saying? We oh, have it, one minute left. Oh. Most definitely. Uh, hmm. Yeah, that's hard. I'm gonna say definitely on the grind because I was in a place that was so. So messed up because that was right when that 2007 2008 recession hit. I felt like I just built the studio, I was losing that. You know, I was on the grind, I just caught a case at the time. So it's like, man, my mind was just a place to where I couldn't, I can't re- remake that, that feeling I felt then when I was writing on the grind. And that's why the verse just came out. I felt like I was obsessed when I was recording because it was just pain spilling out of the door fan. So that's definitely one of my favorite verses. Is just, Bad, bro. Hey, you know what I'm saying? I know it's not much time left, bro. I just want to say I love you and thanks a lot, bro. Much love, too. Shout out to everybody out there, man. If I forgot anybody's name, they shout you out. Much love. Here's no love. Here's Thank you, you know what I mean? Shout out to Bet.